Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage with Tom and Tyler. We are here again with you on, I call this hump day. It's Wednesday, right? It's, yep. it's the top of the camel's hump and it's all downhill from here. That's what they say. I'm a big guy. I like downhill more than uphill. I don't know about you. <laughs> but uh, It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. So we're talking about, really, we've, uh, kind of a continuance from last week. We're, we're talking about Israel, the land, the Abrahamic uh, covenant that God made with Abraham, about blessing his seed through Isaac. And this week, and specifically, we've been talking about the three title deeds. We covered the first one uh, on Monday. We covered the second one yesterday. We talked about, uh, you, I like your example, you used land that you have, and you sent me into the wilderness there. I wasn't sure if... What was going to be exact, exactly, you know, this North Carolina too, so nothing's flat here, right? Everything's a mountain, yeah. But uh, anyway, so we, we got into the title deeds there for that, and I believe today we're going to start talking about the third title deed. So let me hand it off to you there. All right, well, thank you, Tyler. And yeah, we're, we're talking about Israel and the conflict that they have between the Arabs about the land. You know, the Arabs are saying, well, the Jews are occupying our land. No, it belongs to Israel. They have a title deed, a biblical title deed, that's, that's thousands of years before the Arabs <clears throat> have anything. Mm-hmm. What would they produce? They produce the Quran, And the Quran says, no, it belongs to the Arabs. Well, they just simply rewrote the Bible to state their uh, preference and try to give an argument that it belongs to them. They're the ones at fault. They're the ones who are trying to steal the land. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, yes, Ishmael was the firstborn son. But God made it very clear, no, I'm giving this land not to Ishmael, but to Isaac and to his seed after him. And we know the boundaries. The second title said, all the land of Canaan. So they knew exactly what belongs to the <coughs> Jews. Okay, And so when we get to the title deed number three, things get very interesting. In fact, perhaps... This was at the time, there's probably a few other things that were kind of like, oh wow, I never knew that before, or expected to find and discover this. But this was probably the the top, okay? Uh, there are things kind of close to it, but this blew me away. And what's really interesting about this, Tyler, you would not believe who it was who got me started looking at this. Who? A terrorist. The most famous terrorist probably of your lifetime that you know of, Osama bin Laden. You didn't have a personal connection with him, did you? He didn't call me. (laughs) No. But what's interesting is that back in 2004, he was in hiding. We had gone to Afghanistan to take out the Taliban and to take out Al-Qaeda, and we were searching for him. And he was hiding in the mountains and in the caves there in Afghanistan. We found him later in Pakistan. In 2004... He would make these recordings, and he would uh, send them to Al Jazeera, uh, the TV. I remember reading the transcript here about a month or so after this went live. He says, and what if Israel expands its unfair, unjust, and false settlements beyond its currently known boundaries, and says our borders extend to Medina? And I don't know why, but that just shocked me. Mm Mm-hmm. Not like I was really... Well, anyhow, it's just like, why in the world would a Muslim ever think that Israel would claim land all the way down into Saudi Arabia, down to Medina? 
Medina is the second holy city of Islam. Why is a Muslim ever thinking that Israel would expand its borders? Because they've been fairly passive up to this point, right? Even when they have won wars or given their land. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, they're clearly not in a conquest. Yeah. They're just simply trying to survive with what they believe God promised to them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Certain things I had read before that didn't make sense because I'd kind of heard this before and I kind of filed it in that mental filing cabinet of a red flag. I don't know what this means, but one day I'll come back to it. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, I found others who were also saying that Muslims, Arabs, are afraid of Israel claiming land down in Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Now, and it's not because of their oil, and it's not because of their uh, the wealth that's down there. There's something that's in, his, that's in history that makes them think that that land, the Jews might think it belongs to them. But what is it? Okay, well, the thing is, the Bible tells it belongs to it, to them. The third title D, mm -hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 24. I want you to read that, but first of all, who's, who's this uh, uh, written to? Moses is now the leader of the Jews. Mm -hmm. He's a descendant of Isaac. And so he, again, legally, the, the, line, the land belongs to Isaac and his descendants. Abraham's the leader of those descendants, the, the Hebrews. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what did God tell him? Read that verse for us. Every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. From the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river, the, the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. Okay, now remember, I told you, title deed explains, will identify a legal owner. Yeah. So who's this written? This is to Abraham. Every place wherein the soles of your feet shall tread. So he's saying to the Jews, wherever you walk now, within these borders I'm going to give you, this land will be yours. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we've got north, south, east, west borders. So we got the northern mm -hmm. border. Yeah. So then what's the southern border? The river Euphrates? No. Oh, okay. I'm You're not striking out every time. It's the wilderness. Okay, very good. Okay? That's what I, I, that's I, guess, what I really I guess meant. if I give you my map, it's easy for me because I'm looking at my map here, okay? <laughs> so the wilderness is below Israel, okay? So it's either going to be in the Sinai Peninsula. Yeah. But there's also wilderness south of there in the, the southern... The, the, the Saudi, the Arabian Peninsula, okay? Both of those areas is wilderness. Now, the east and west borders, we were told that in the first title deed from the river Euphrates. The river Euphrates, sorry, the, the, the river of uh, the denial, the, the, uh, uh, the, the, the river of, come on now, i got to get my mind here, of, uh, of Egypt. I'll forgive you since you there forgave you my job. I'm having a right. senior moment. I'm allowed one or two in my <laughs> lifetime, okay? So the river Nile goes into the Mediterranean Sea. So that's our western border. Yeah. The eastern border is the river Euphrates. Mm -hmm. So now we have north, south, east, and west borders. But the question isn't on the north, south, or east. We know those. The question is the southern border. Which wilderness? Is it the wilderness of the Sinai Peninsula? Or is it the Arabian Peninsula? Or both? Okay, because it doesn't tell us. It just says the wilderness. Now, everywhere you walk shall be yours. So, here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you where the borders, what they include. It includes all of Arabia. It includes all the Sinai Peninsula as well. The Jews were wandering for 40 years. Now, if you were given a promise like that to go, everywhere you walk shall be yours, 
Number one, you better put your walking shoes on. And number two, you better be ready to walk for a while. Well, God put them on a 40-year walking journey. So Muslims are scared because they know what the scriptures say promised Israel to be their land. They know where they walked was theirs. There's, there's archaeological evidence, and they know it. And there's also biblical evidence and Quranic. In the Quran, it tells them that the Jews were there. Okay, the Bible tells us that they were there. But, but, but they'd have to know this verse in particular to be scared of the fact that it belongs to Israel, right? They'd have Again, they accept the books of Moses. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. They believe Moses was a prophet. They know this is in his record. Which would be contradictory to the way they're fighting, right? Because they're fighting as if even part of you Again, know, Israel is there. Their Quran, supposedly, allegedly, the way they, they spin it, corrects the errors of the Jews that crept in, that the Jews allowed to so, creep in. So the, the newest is the bestest. That's not really a good word, but, you know, <laughs> but is that how they look at it? Whatever's the newest That's basically what they would trumps say. the old That's stuff. what they would say, that the new trumps the old. So, yes. it's, so the Africans. books of Moses are good as long as it hasn't been referenced later on in yeah. their scriptures. That's right. So since the Quran says differently than what Moses had said, the Quran trumps or abrogates what, mm. what Moses okay. had said. Okay? Yep. So... Now, I'm going to try to, uh, in the next few moments, try to lay a case for the evidence that the Jews were in Arabia. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to talk too much about the physical evidence, but one of the evidences is petroglyphs of sandals all over the area. I'm not going to, I'm going to talk about it quickly, but I'm not going to give a lot of time. In the Western culture, if we are making a claim to land, we put a stake in the ground and we make a claim and go down to the office and claim it. We, our stake is there. Mm -hmm. Well, in the Middle Eastern culture, you leave your sandals. You leave your shoes. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting about the Jews when they're traveling, their shoes didn't wear out. They were made of Michelin or something. You know? <laughs> no, it was a miraculous thing. Their clothes didn't wax and old and their shoes, their sandals... Uh, were just as the day as the first day that they started out. So they weren't going to leave those behind. They had good wives that did great laundry work. <laughs> that was it, okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so, But they drew their sandals all over rocks, all over Arabia. There's something else they drew. I'll talk about that in a minute. Because uh, so, the sandals say, well, that's not evidence. That was the Jews who did it. So what? People made claim to land. That doesn't mean the Jews did that. I get mm -hmm. that, okay. But uh, let me get into... Uh, the Quranic evidence first, okay? The Muslims believe or teach in the Quran of two people being in Midian. Now, if you get your Bible maps out, and your Bible maps are going to have the, uh, what we call, the Red Sea. There's two big fingers there that, you know, and the, and the Sinai Peninsula goes in between those two fingers. Mm -hmm. you got the Suez Canal and the Aquaba. Last time I was in Israel... I dipped my toe in the aquaba just to say I was in the... <laughs> I've been in the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. I just simply stuck my foot in there, okay? But uh, um, it's called red, the Red Sea. Not because the water's red, but the, wa the rock around it is red. Mm -hmm. And as the sun hits it, there's a reflection of that red rock on the water, making it thus the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so, now naturally, we th think that the Suez is where they came out. Okay, but we're going to find that they actually came across in the Aquaba. On the other side of the Aquaba is, is Arabia. Mm -hmm. Midian is right there. Two people were in Midian. 
uh, Shuaib the prophet and Jethro the father-in-law of Moses. Shuaib is the called the eloquent prophet. He's mentioned 11 times in the Quran. And the Quran says he was living in Midian next to Sinai, Mount Sinai. The Quran puts Mount Sinai in Arabia, in Midian, to the other side of the Aqaba. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm going to develop that thought more in tomorrow's broadcast because we don't have the time to, to finish this off. But tomorrow we're going to see that the Bible tells us the very same thing. There we want to remind our listeners we're in our, our spring fundraising campaign and our goal is $20,000. And so we're asking our listeners, would you help us with a generous donation today? Would you give us a call? The number is 800-616-0082. And you uh, can uh, uh, give a single gift, or if you want to start becoming a regular donor, we'll be glad to welcome you as a partner there at Fortress of Faith. But you can also give safely, securely online at FortressOfFaith.com. That's FortressOfFaith.com. If you want to send in a check, please give us a call. We'll be glad to give you our address. Again, the number to call is 800-616-0082. Your support helps us to be able to, you know, for us to stay solvent as a ministry. Uh, twice a year we ask our listeners to help us with this injection of of uh, cash donation there to help us keep our operations together. And so we're so grateful for those of you who have already called. Would you give us a call today and to help us reach our goal? The number to call is 800-616-0082. Join us again tomorrow in about 24 hours as we continue on with the three title deeds of Israel at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.